0: Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, Into the Impasse where we take on interesting topic and see if we could reach to an agreement or reach the impasse I'm your host Ash who will talk anything else besides the topics tonight and this is Izat, who will take 10,000 years to get to his point Actually
1: it's about a thousand but I'll take that
0: And our moderator, Arif, who plays game in the background and doesn't do the moderating Hey,
1: what's up guys?
0: Welcome to episode 4 Izzat, how are you feeling tonight?
1: Spectacular.
0: Spectacular, right. So I, I, got, I got something to share with you, right? So yesterday I went to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Right, totally not a made-up story at all. So I went to see a doctor, right? So, so it's, not, it's not COVID, but I have a stomach ache, all right? And he said, oh, there's no problem at all. There's nothing wrong with you. Go home, have a rest, and it will go away. But the, um, the annoying pain still persists. So I went to see my brother-in-law. He, he's a nurse. And he told me Wait, that... Wait, can nurses be male? Yeah, nurses can be male, you sexy speak. Hey. hey. The more I know. The more you're a know, piece of shit. <laughs> so I asked a nurse... And he mentioned that I have to take certain medicine because he have seen such symptoms uh, after a few years he working in a field. So should I trust a doctor who is more qualified than a nurse because they have spent years in a medical school? Or should I trust a nurse who have been on the ground and seen the patients, you know, understand what's the reality and what's going on on the ground? What's on your thought?
1: well i think it's much more it'll be a bit more logical if your story consists of if the nurse and the doctor were actually working together in the same department if we want to reconstruct it it's like you went for a doctor's appointment and then you met the nurse first because the nurse will do the, the first stage checking fill out forms and ask you about symptoms and whatnot Then maybe the doctor will come in after that to evaluate you and give you advice and further like diagnose you and whatnot. And then the doctor will probably just say, like you said, it's nothing, just go home, have a rest. And then maybe the nurse will come back in and just like tell you, maybe under the radar and just say, Well, Uh, the doctor doesn't actually know that much about this symptom because i know that symptom the nurse will give like a completely different um, suggestion different advice Your original story it's two separate entities and there's a lot of uh you know varying factors that probably won't fit into the conclusion that you're trying to convey
0: all right, exactly what I said, but more cogent. Yes, that's the topic that we're going to do tonight. You see, yeah. Now you know how
1: it feels, right?
0: Now you know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, at least you package everything nicely. All right, you summarize mm-hmm. it. a uh, nice um, big
1: package, right?
0: Anyway, whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. So the things that I really want to ask, who should we trust more? A person that has more qualifications, more... Um, Accreditation. Yes, agree. That word. Or should <laughs> you trust a person that, well, doesn't have the qualifications but have a very wealth of experience in the same field, in this case, medicine?
1: Well, we can jump around with other fields as well, right? Because it also relates to, like, the basic corporate culture of, well, you have a supervisor who, you know,
0: of course, that's um, quite relatable as well, but basically what we're trying to say here is that uh, which one is more trustworthy, a person that has lots of um, certifications, um, higher educational status, or someone that have spent years um, in the field, specific field, basically a specialist, but without the um, qualification, you could say that he is a dropout.
1: Yeah. i see mm.
0: so let's okay. let's start with you how how do you feel that who would you trust more is that
1: i think the first and foremost thing we need to confirm is the consultee Is in we are seeking the advice from either these two entities either the higher accreditation person or, or the lower accreditation person right yes are you an internal member of with those entities or are you an external member
0: um, could go both ways, but let's start with an external. Let's say that you're a client.
1: Okay. Well, if I was a client and an external consultee, pretty much. Obviously,
0: basically, someone that has more credential, basically.
1: Yes, I would definitely approach the person with a higher credential because the first impression we get is that person has higher experience and how did that person get up top to that level, well obviously through hard work and experience so clearly that's the person to go to as opposed to any other lower ranking people that probably might not meet your expectations as a client it's just basic instinct really
0: true i mean it's fair you would ask a doctor for advice in medicines rather than someone who is still studying in a university
1: if you wanted to you know, keeping in line with the scenario laid out, it's like you'd rather ask the doctor for medical advice rather than the nurse, correct? Yeah, fair enough. Also, don't forget the actual experience of treating patients and going through situations where it re- involves like real-life decisions that put you on the edge. Could this could, this person could die if you do something wrong? Yeah. This person could have more complications if you you know if you don't analyze things correctly. So. That's the core experience where, it, you, know, and, you know, this is a bit going mid, uh, off topic quite a bit, but just yeah, want to say like that's what the core experience is built from where you're putting into dire situations. And obviously, as somebody outside looking to seek formidable advice, you would go to people who have had those experiences.
0: Right. Fair. Fair. Um, I agree with that. It is as if um, you ask an advice about a building from an architect rather than the labor worker yeah yeah let's just uh, let's put an end to that all right so we have made the distinctions so um as an external like let's say that i'm a client i would go for person that has their certificates plastered on their walls do you agree on me in this one
1: yeah well they're just pieces of paper really expensive pieces of paper
0: all right about about the build i'm sorry okay i'm not gonna go with that one (laughs) <laughs> I agree, yes, they are an expensive piece of paper, but it requires their time and effort to get that expensive piece of paper. Right, right. Right. But Is that all you're going to say as, an, as a client?
1: Well, realistically, I mean, like I said, it's just normal instinct to, to be looking for the person with a, higher, with a higher ranking, higher accreditation, because they have more experience. That's the first thing you're looking for. You're looking for the best option that you can find. You wouldn't be looking at any like lower level people or, you know, essentially you're just looking to get the best option. It sounds like a
0: bias at this point, right? Isn't it? Coming back to a doctor and a nurse, both of them serve in the same field. Give it 10 years. A doctor would spend, let's say it's five years in a medical school and another five years practicing their work while a nurse probably spend a year to get their diploma and in nine years dealing with their patients. But nobody right. has, nobody really has that thinking before asking for an advice from an expert. Now, who's an expert here, actually?
1: That really depends on the situation. <laughs> that's the most <laughs> diplomatic answer I can give right now. <laughs> but That's not what we're looking for. <laughs> I, feel, okay. I, I feel like our
0: conversation
1: is getting more and more complicated. But... Uh, yep. No, really, though, because okay, now we're still in the external client's perspective, which I think it's come to a close because what I've said before is pretty much it. As an external client, if you're looking to seek advice from whatever, like medical advice or finding a law firm to get your cases sorted and whatnot, you'll be looking for the top options that you can find or the top people that you can find. So now let's try and talk about the internal side of things. Alright, that's fair. Let's put it in a in a corporate setting. You're a freshie. You just started your job on All your right. first day on your first day.
0: That's true. Okay. I'm and gonna then, start my first job next week on Wednesday.
1: Congratulations.
0: Alright, what's gonna happen?
1: I don't know, but you're not gonna lie. Well, I don't know. You may you might like it, you might not like it. We'll see how it we'll see how it goes for you. But anyway, Let's put it in that corporate setting. So you're going to be a fresh... A fresh newcomer. Fresh newcomer. Newcomer. <laughs> 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 Del- <laughs> delete
0: that part. That sounded a bit gay. <laughs> I'm going to add another five minutes to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes.
1: Okay, go Please on. Please delete <laughs> that part. Okay, <laughs> I-, I will delete it. I'm going to Hey. Okay. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you heard nice it. One. You heard it, man. Our moderator did the moderating. So picture picture it as you are coming into a new company as an, a new employee and you're in your first month of the job. So you'll be, you know, getting to know your coworkers and stuff. You'll be meeting a senior teammate. You'll be meeting um pretty much almost everybody in the hierarchy, hopefully, if you're lucky enough. Yeah, okay. And the first few weeks, the first few months will be the most critical for you to get used to the ropes and learn the ways, so that you can be proficient at your job. Now, clearly, you would want to seek advice from your supervisor at first. That's the f- that's the most first impression approach that you can pretty much go to, because you know that the supervisor <laughs> is like the one that who's mentoring you supposedly, yeah. the one that who's guiding you. So. You want to ask him advice see how things are running and stuff this is like a one-dimensional scenario but it's never like this usually well not usually either but then again I have to be a bit more diplomatic it, it depends on on the company the, the sort of people that you'll be working with uh, eventually you probably be seeking advice from the teammates who you work closely with maybe your senior teammate maybe a junior teammate but those who are your level because they are the ones who are actually doing the real hard work boots on the ground and have that experience to actually share with you, which is more important and more fruitful, as opposed to the perspective of those in the higher hierarchy, because they probably only see things from a high-level view, as in like, surface level. Supposedly, some of them, I guess, would say, oh, well, they became supervisors and they jumped up the ranks because they started from the bottom, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I was about to ask you that line of questions. Like, they started from the bottom as well. Shouldn't there be more experience than us? Therefore, more understanding what's going on in the bottom?
1: I'll picture this, man. So imagine you're a scuba diver and you're at the bottom of the ocean and you're running out of air. You want to go up. You want to ascend to go back to the surface now picture the bottom of the ocean as like, it's a bit unrealistic, but imagine it's like where you start, where <laughs> supposedly the first thing you remember is that you're at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Like, like a previously known place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. your last checkpoint. Yes. Yes. Like in the game now. Yeah. So you want to go up and save yourself because you're running out of air. So as you go up, you're, look- you're constantly looking above because that's your target. You want to reach high so that you uh, escape and you get air again and once you reach the surface you don't bother looking down back to see what is it like down there again because you just saved yourself from running out of air and all you care about at the top is how safe you are and what you've supposedly achieved which is uh, avoiding death <laughs> uh. but you don't really look back down and like cherish the moments of oh man Back when I was down there, I was suffering, and I could feel the I could feel the water pressure crushing my lungs and stuff. That's not the first thing you do when you reach the surface. You don't suddenly think about all the struggles you had down there because you're too occupied with enjoying the fruits of uh, reward once you are on the surface already. Right. It's the if, same way, yeah.
0: In the beginning, when you start your examples, I was so damn confused. I don't know what the hell are you talking about, but <laughs> I, I sort of get it because once you're down there, all you think about that your current situation you are down there oh it's running out out of air so you are like ascending trying to get air and the only thing that you concentrate at that moment is going up so in this case when you become a manager you don't care what's going on down there you only (laughs) care what's what's coming up next that is how to get it yep okay all right i get what you're trying to say Uh, did i did i did i get it right
1: I didn't want to say that, but since you've already said it, you pretty much that uh, (laughs) completes the picture. All right. I'm just going to be frank here. So you
0: trying to say using my own words that the manager doesn't care what's going
1: on down there. That is the freshies. They are not attentive to what's actually happening on boots on the ground anymore because they're too busy trying to handle stuff on their level. It's like a pyramid. It's like a hierarchy, right? Right. Like you start from the bottom. Obviously, you build a big, large base. And then as you climb up, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you want to reach to the peak. But with each level, with I- each layer, you're too busy attending to that layer. You don't care if the bottom foundation is cracking or needs more bricks or needs more manpower to keep it in place. That's essentially it, you know? Once you're already reaching the higher levels, I think you only focus on what's happening at that level. I guess certain tasks just meant for certain
0: levels of people. Are you trying to say here is that the manager underestimate the task given to the person underneath them?
1: Mm, it. Then again, another diplomatic response. It depends.
0: <laughs> All right. And the next one, how does your examples um, relate to the topics tonight? That is, who would you trust more? The one with more certificates or the one with the experience?
1: Well, it does come down to if you are an external client. No, no. The...
0: We're already done with the external clients. I mean, the first impression is I know, is I know, I know. Yeah.
1: I know, but those are the two opposing... And not opposing, but actually, yeah, they are opposing. If you're an external client, you'll obviously be looking for the person with more accreditation, right? And if you're an internal person trying to seek experience, trying to learn, trying to learn the ropes, and trying to be part of the <laughs> the culture and whatnot, you probably be looking to get advice from those at the bottom, because it helps you to build from ground up. You know, to learn all the nasty and dirty work first. Only then you will progress up.
0: I mean, I can agree with that. I guess when you just get started, it's might be a good idea to seek your a same level of colleague as you are for an advice on a certain task instead of supervisor or your manager, because they have their own certain tasks to handle.
1: And then again, yeah, I might like, I'd like to remind the diplomatic response that I keep giving which is, it depends, you it, know, and yeah. then it's the, what sort of company you will be with or the sort of people you'll be working with, but you will definitely find what's best for your own learning experience and your own progression, which is if you have a good leader, if you have a good mentor, that will completely change your perspective of whether or other teammates on my same level, probably more trustworthy and giving me more, um, useful knowledge. Because in the end, if you have a really good mentor as your supervisor, you definitely be listening to your supervisor.
0: I, I agree with that. I mean, at this point, I guess we already solved the first layer of the topic. If you're the clients, I guess go with the person that with more qualifications, trust a doctor instead of a nurse. If you work any company, my. Be a good idea to start with the people around you instead of seeking the one in a higher hierarchy now uh well we have about eight minutes left i just want to quickly talk about like why do we trust the one that has more experience on the task instead of you know your supervisor don't you supervisor you, you know?
1: mean the one with more experience but lower accreditation
0: yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like, take me as an example. I'm going to start working next week. Why should I trust someone that maybe a dropout, for example, but has spent 20 years doing the, let's say, data entry? Why should I trust him more instead of seeking my supervisor that maybe has a degree? Okay, maybe it's not impressive. He only has, like, five years experience, but he should know more because he went to school.
1: Right. Just like everybody, well, pretty much most of... Most people went to school and, you know, after they finished school, they're not, they don't turn out what they seem to be.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's sort of funny. Uh, you remind me of, uh, of a story. You call an aircon specialist instead of uh, someone that has a PhD to fix your aircon. it
1: PhD in air conditioning?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, all they did is study. They never get their hands dirty.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna comment on that because, yeah, that's. I've, I'm not gonna comment on that. But that's you wanted too... to say something, aren't you? But you, you, you like. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to say anything on that right now. No comment. No. All comment. right, all right.
0: I'm just wanna quick notes from you that. Um, why do we trust people uh, from lower level instead of?
1: It's because they're the best people that will see eye to eye with you. That's pretty much it.
0: Uh, yeah, you don't want to add any more than that? I feel like you have, you have said something more interesting of podcasts.
1: Okay, well, sure, 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 sure. I mean, that's the main point. They will see eye to eye with you. All right. And to me, that's probably the best way to actually um, accommodate a better learning experience. Because if you get like the perspective of people who are in higher positions... Who supposedly used to be where you are just starting at. Maybe maybe their advice can be helpful as well. But they are not involved in what they're not involved in it anymore. So sometimes they might have forgotten, or sometimes their perspectives have shifted. Because if the higher upper positions upper position people, they had already been in the lower positions for who knows, two, three years until they actually get promoted to where they are now. Mm. So, like, in those two or three years when they were in the lower ranks, they might have built up, like, a sense of resilience and they knew how to tolerate the, the challenges that were ahead of them in that time. And then the, the advice that they give to you is the one that's influenced by their resilience. Right. So, they probably just say, like, ah, this is an easy task, man. Just manage your time and submit all your work, like, properly. You, it's a no-brainer. You can do it. But when you actually do it, it's like, what the heck? Like, why did my supervisor say this task is easy? This is far from easy. How the hell am I supposed to meet these deadlines and do these tasks that are piling up? Like, how did he do it? So, of course, you want to seek somebody who's in the same level as you, who sees eye to eye with you, and who will tell you the truth. Like, look, this stuff is probably you know I know I know you've been given like a bit of a different advice from your superior, but you gotta listen to us. We are in the same level as you. It's as good as it can get. It's as truthful as it can get. This is how it's going to be. So you might as well listen to them.
0: Um, I guess that's all that we have. Um, and that's your last take on the topics tonight. That is, who would you trust more? The one that's more qualified or the one that has more experience? Now, um, onto me, I'm just going to sound like a broken record here. I do agree with Izzat, Um, And furthermore, I wanted to say that, well... Supervisor, manager, or the exec board, whomever you're going to say. Yes, they have gone through from the bottom and get to where they are now. But it's not their problem anymore. And the advice that they have given to you may not be relevant anymore since, well, the boom of technologies and the demands nowadays is much more different and more fierce. All I could say that the one that have reached on the top they. Um, underestimate the task and overestimate the capability of their employees and I think this is quite a unhealthy position to take on like the the mindset to think that your employees well if I can do it they can do it no times always change and probably the things that they are doing right now it's impossible unless if you have the extra resources but since well we're in a bad bad economy right now
1: yeah the climate now is definitely different from what it used to be
0: it is it is it's very much different
1: they don't accommodate for what the current generation is looking out of their career life exactly i saw this i saw this um clip i think earlier today some somebody was saying back in the industrial age which was like early 1900s, people were having to work because they had no choice. And if they were treated like shit, and if they were constantly being, well, to the point where pretty much abused every day, they still knew they had to go to work because that's the only option they have to reach a level of survivability. Is that even a word? A survival?
0: On survival. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're trying to say. I heard they, then, had, they had to work like 60 hours per week or more than that back in the days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably like our great grandfather grandfather's time. And then came the fifties and sixties and seventies where we started to have a bit of a revolution in terms of in terms of technology, in terms of working aspect as well. Which is where people work to achieve a standard of living. True, yes. Yeah. Where they wanted you know, you if you work harder then you can live a more comfortable life and you can earn more savings and you know, save up for your future and whatnot. So that's the aim, to get a higher standard of living, uh, living. And then now, with the current millennial generation, which is us, it's supposedly that we are looking for a higher social quality standard in our career aspect, which is how we're treated in a company, what sort of what sort of treatment we get pretty much. Do they care about our mental health and stuff? Uh, right. Yeah. are they going to... You know, uh, do they, will they pay attention to how many hours do we have to work in the week? Then again, we're not how it... This is not the 1930s and 40s anymore. It's different now. Some people might say, oh, it's less... It's not as tough as it was back in the day. And it's kind of changing how the the working environment and the career aspect of things have shifted quite a bit, pretty much. So you got to fit in with the times. That's yep. all I got to say. <laughs>
0: No, I completely agree with you. I know we're running out of time, but I need to extend just a little bit, um, just to share what I thought. I do agree that back in the days it was difficult, but the skill that required back in the days was very low. And the bar have raised when we um, reach to this generation, we have technologies and we have robots, possibly soon uh, coming here to our country to help out, to help things out. Now with this technology, the world the market demands for more performance for more results therefore the skills required to achieve this sort of accomplishments is getting higher and it's really putting strains on someone that just come out from a university like they had to figure out how to land a 2 million contract nowadays they have to get, that's
1: insane man.
0: that's insane yes because everything is it, it's getting more competitive nowadays and the one that on the top of the organizational charts underestimates the time flows the changes that had happened just because they were successful back then doesn't mean that their advice is relevant nowadays and that brings up um another question in the future that we might want to talk about is that as technologies coming in and helping out with works for example robots taking over the manufacturing factory so we don't need these low level workers it does talks about, well, once they take out all that work from you, is there a meaning in life anymore? <laughs> well then, tune in next time <laughs> for us to talk about that. I guess we have reached to an agreement in this topic tonight. Hey, is that?
1: <laughs> Looks like it's an anti-impasse.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so completely agree with that. Well, who should you trust more? The one with, that's more qualified or the one more experienced? Well... I guess it we depends.
1: <laughs> well then. The most diplomatic answer.
0: Yep. Diplomatic answer. You, you carve out your own answer. My listeners, we have given you our discussion. It has been a blast tonight. I'm your host, Ash. And this is my co-host, Izad. That's yeah, me. And our moderator, Arif. Yo! Uh, before that, Arif, do you have anything to add on in this topic? No well said all right everybody it's been a blast thank you so much for joining us and i'll see you next time if we gonna have a next time
1: see you around boys yeah